Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jill. And I'm Melissa. And this is Mel and Jill Geek Out. Welcome back. Uh, this is one of our episodes where we're going to recap um, something that is premiering. So we are starting with Sister Wives episode, or excuse me, season 18, episode one, No Such Thing as Free Lunch. Yeah. So. Jill, when did you start watching this show? Honestly, I think when it came out, because I want to say... I was taking a religion course at the time and I love that stuff. So it, it was really interesting to kind of hear some of the like info about Mormonism and their belief system. And plus like I was a big sociology anthropology person. So polygamy just fascinated the fuck out of me. So I would definitely watch this show. <laughs> This one, and then there was another one that they did, like, a year or two into Sister Wives, and um, they were much more functional. I'm going to, I'll use the Google machine while you tell me where, when you watched it, and then I'll tell you what it was. Yeah, so I also picked up watching this pretty early on. Um, My mom really liked all of those TLC reality TV shows that followed families, so we watched, like, Kate and... Uh, John and Kate plus eight and uh, the Duggars one, um, 18, 19, 267 kids and counting. And so this kind of like layered into those other shows. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, This really layered into those other shows that TLC was producing at the time. And I watched it, like, not, like, religiously by any means, but, like, pretty consistently until I went to college. And then I kind of fell off. Like, I would see an episode here or there when I was at home uh, visiting. But then it wasn't until probably a year, maybe a year and a half ago on TikTok, uh, I started watching Mrs. Kickstand's recaps and reviews and like her conversations about like the fundy shows. And it kind of got me back into it. I'm not going to lie. So shout out to Mrs. Kickstand. Absolutely. Because I did not finish my part of the story. I definitely fell off watching this show. I can't even remember when or where I left off. I kind of always like kept up with it, like in the news and stuff just to kind of see because it was it's fascinating. But yeah, I fell off and then got into TikTok like a year and a half, two years ago and say Mrs. Kickstand. Actually, I think I started watching her because of Welcome to Plathville, which I've actually never seen an entire episode of. So same. I I watched her talk about that show a little bit and I was kind of fascinated. And then she started doing Duggar and then she also did Sister Wives. So and then she found like there's been a couple other shows that she has done, but those are kind of her three main ones that she seems Mm -hmm. to cover and she's really funny but she's also like very um real too like she gives credit when credit is due um yeah like before like early before we dive into the deeps of this episode uh 
I think it's really important to point out sort of the timeline, how much time there has been since this content was shot versus when it is airing. So this all was originally filmed back in like November of 2021. No, I just I just checked this season was shot like what is airing right now was shot back in November of 2022. That doesn't make sense. Do you want me to Google? Yeah, we're going to have to Google that because it, this is pretty old footage. When was season 18 of Sister Wives filmed? Um, Season 18. Yeah. Everything I'm seeing says November of 2022. Because this this aired earlier this year. Okay. Which is... No? No, I'm correct. And here's why. Where it's because it? Google, when did Christine leave Cody? Okay. Because we are literally right... She's... This season starts right after she has moved to Utah and it's right after she's like officially left. And that was in November of 2021. Okay. They're not doing a whole year jump. And, and here's why this is really important of why it's the timeline is because Leon, who is Mary and Cody's child didn't come out as trans until 20 until like June of 2022. And Robin has been getting a lot of hate online since the episode aired mm-hmm. literally last night yeah. about quote dead naming Leon, but Leon hadn't come out at that point. So I, okay. So I get that. And that makes sense. However, what doesn't make sense with the timeline is the fact that, I think fairly soon that Janelle is going to like say within this season that she is also leaving Cody. She is going to say it, but we're going to go through the holidays and into the beginning of 2022. Okay. So I was going to say, because then she announced their separation or divorce in December of 2022. Yeah, so I think we're going to see a lot of it play out mm-hmm. over the course of this ep- of this season. I think this is going to be a season that spans a long period of time. I was going to say, why on earth is this such old film? Like, see- they're very behind. Because this is where all the drama is. They're dragging out every piece of this information and of, of this drama and of this situation that they possibly can. I guess so. I mean, I guess so. But there's so much more, right? Like, since Christine, because, like... I get that it won't focus on Cody and Robin, but really like nothing has changed from last season either. 
You know, I think we're going to see because we know that Mary and Janelle both Mary 100 percent leaves Cody. Janelle was separated from Cody at some point because we get that in the tell all for season 18 or season 17. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. But we don't. But it is quite a while until Janelle fully cuts ties. Yeah. So I think we're going to see a lot more of how these relationships break down and what that looks like. And I don't know how much is going to get talked about in regards to the adult children. Uh, So let like before we go too deep into all of this, I think it's a good Good, good place to start. But I think we just should go ahead and just dive right into this episode because I feel like we both have a lot to talk about. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. TLC typically edits these these episodes to have a ton of like recap of as previously seen on information. We do a ton of flashbacks. So we open up this episode sort of flashing back to Cody openly admitting that he only wants to have a relationship with Christine if she meets certain conditions. This is not an okay way to operate. You should not be in relationships with people if it is conditional. Agreed. He said that and I was just like, ew. Gross. So gross. That is not how marriage is supposed to work. And I get, but okay, I will clear, I will qualify my statement with this as well. I don't know how polygamous marriages are supposed to work. I don't know if that's a different set of expectations. Now, in, I would assume the way they are married, the way we, like I am married to my husband, the way you are married to your husband, and I'm, almost a thousand percent certain that if John said that to you, you'd be uber pissed. And I know, you know, that if Mark said that to me, I'd be uber pissed. Like that's not okay. That is not okay. No romantic relationships are not transactional. And if they are Mm -hmm. transactional, that is a sign of abuse. Yes. Agreed. So it was a really big, big red flag for me to Mm -hmm. see Cody openly admit to that. I'm also really proud of Christine of how when she made that decision to leave, how kind and empathetic, but yet firm she was with Cody and the other family members. I agree. And I don't think they felt that way, but I will say this as someone who has some like maybe some tense custody situations. I felt like she handled that so well and so respectfully. It could have been a lot uglier, a lot nastier. And I don't, I thought I was so impressed with the way she was patient and kind and firm. My mom was like that. My sister's mother-in-law is like that. And hats off to anyone who has the, um, self-control to be that way in extremely stressful situations because I most certainly have a very difficult time with that myself. Admittedly so. It's something I work on, but like I'm always impressed when I see people, especially women like that. I'm like, wow, I just don't know how you keep your composure. I don't either. I I think she was really 
good at that. Um, mm-hmm. And so we also see we get this this flash where there's this conversation with Mary and Cody and Cody's just pushing the blame on everyone. He's like, she's not making enough effort to do like have relationships with her sister wives, which she seemingly has a pretty good relationship with Robin. She doesn't have as deep of a relationship with Janelle and Christine, but she used to have a really good relationship with Christine. And I think they're all just in different places in their lives. I think it's very normal in a familial relationship, in friendships and all of these things. You your relationship ebbs and flows over time. And especially like these people have known each other for 20 plus years. You know, it's Mm -hmm. different when they're all raising their young kids together you know, Mary's essentially an empty nester because she only really has Leon. And even though she, you know, she she views all of the children as her children, like she's not participating in the raising of those children in the same way that like Janelle and Christine did with their larger brood of children. So I think it was just kind of a natural thing where, she wasn't as close to them at that point because they just don't have as much in common. I want to talk more about that later in the episode. Mary said something that I really wanted to talk about later, but I I totally get where you're coming from for sure. And then we also get this flashback of Cody telling Janelle that she wasn't loyal enough to him and like she bring she she says something and his res, instead of responding to the question that she asks, Cody just gets up in her face and it's like, well, we haven't been acting like a married couple in a long time. The way he leaned across that table was so aggressive. It was just. Ugh. Oh, I cannot believe he is willing to act like this on national television. Agreed. Like, uh, I would think that you would hold your crazy in a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, he must really, really think that he is in the right. And and I just don't see how. I really don't. But, you know, I, I, he must. Be, I don't. I cannot. To me, I cannot think of another reason that would justify justify that behavior on national television. I really no. don't. No. And on top of that, we have Cody talking about when he had COVID. And I, I, I've never personally had COVID. I've been very, very fortunate. I did not have COVID in, in the mm-hmm. since 2020. I have somehow magically been able to avoid it. Um, but he he see, he seems to think he had this really dramatic experience. I'm not trying to downplay like anyone's personal experience. I think he's over dramatizing it. I think he's trying to use it as a, a a card in the game and say that it was this terrible experience and to try to get sympathy or to prove that he was right about his like insane COVID rules. Like I, I, I think that he is trying to use it as a tool of manipulation, if I'm being super honest. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And I honestly think that they kind of wrapped up that, you know, season 
wrap up from <laughs> last mm-hmm. season, they finished it off with, you know, Janelle and Cody really talking about how like COVID was really kind of the beginning of the downfall. I mm-hmm. think it put so it, it because I, I distinctly remember them saying, oh, we spent all the holidays together, all the holidays. And I know that that stopped happening when definitely when COVID happened, but I do think that it started to kind of creep in, in Las Vegas. Like, but I think that more had to do with like the fact the kids were getting older. Some of them were getting married. Some of them were in college and, you know, far away. And I don't think that, you know, that gets harder as you, as your family gets older. So I think it was starting to creep in there, but now the COVID definitely just took a hammer to it. So, yeah, I think the family as a whole did a really bad job at anticipating that these, these, all of these children that they had were going to get married and start their Mm -hmm. own families, whether it's just them and their spouse or like having children of their own. And they forgot that they might need to see other people, AKA their spouse's family or maybe just want to spend it together as their own family and not travel and not join in, in this big family extravaganza. And I think that's something that every family as the children get older has to learn to adapt to. And Cody didn't, he didn't anticipate this at all. He just assumed everybody would always come to them. And And I, I think talk it, about the worst oh, in-laws ever. Yeah, it, it, definitely. And it also gets compounded because it all this all occurred at the same time that COVID was happening. So it makes yeah. it feel like we went from 20, 30 plus people for Thanksgiving and Christmas and all the holidays. And now we're down to like Robin and her kids. But, but really, like, that's almost all that's left. I mean, there's Savannah. Janelle has Savannah. but And uh, Christine but, has Truly. Yes. Yes. But there's only a handful of them left. There's 18 kids. Mm-hmm. There's only a handful left. And so, okay. So that actually is like four kids who are under 18 because Robin has the two older ones. She's three older age. ones. She has Dayton, Aurora, and there's a third daughter that I'm not okay. going to remember. I know at least two of her three are adults because they're in college. Correct. Now, I don't know about the third one. Hang on. We're going to ask the Google machine because okay. there's 18 kids in this family. Yeah, it's so hard to keep them straight. Sister wives family tree. Google images for the win. Uh, Brianna is the is the other one. Okay. Uh, she was born in 2014, so that makes her. That's nine. Is that no, no. If she was born in 2014, she's probably nine. No. Maybe she was 14 at the time of this graph being made. <laughs> oh, OK. Because everybody has random numbers attached to them and I don't know why. Oh, I think it's the order. That's it's the order in which they were born. OK, got it. OK, so. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So Dayton, Aurora and Brianna, I believe, are all over the age of 18 at this point. So then we just have Solomon and Ariella and then 
Christine has truly. Truly. And then Savannah, who is I almost an adult or is an adult. I, I'm not entirely sure. Very close, if not. She's still okay. she's still living at home with Janelle. Yes. Okay. So that really leaves three children. Really? Like yeah. it, so there's that. But I agree. Okay. So Moving on. Yes. yes. <laughs> Janelle was at her RV. They were closing up for the winter. That's where, you know, all these conversations about you know, stated marriages and, and the holidays kind of get discussed as well. Um, mm-hmm. But then also kind of the discussion of the house gets brought up about yeah. building and on Coyote where Pass. Janelle expected to be in spring of 2022. Yeah. So she's really thinking that they're going to be able to start building on this property. They brought this property quite some time ago. And they also kind of, I, I made a note of this because like Jill Moot did the realtor thing for a second. I don't know if you're going to be able to provide any additional context to this, but it seemed weird to me. So in her like one-on-one interview, Janelle said that their seller carried the note. Yeah, the seller, seller carried the note on the property and they only had one more year to be able to pay it off or the seller could foreclose on them. Yeah. So I am by no means an expert. You can definitely set things up that way, but that's kind of like a, it's not like a normal transaction. Now I say that probably like a bazillion people do it all the time. But it's my understanding is more of like a almost like a rent to own type thing. But I don't know how that works with land because you are you're paying this the owner of the land itself directly. But with that being said, I think it's just owner financing because. On the property descriptions, I, I and I only know this from like Mrs. Kickstand and there's another creator who I cannot remember her name. Um, I will try to find it. And if I can't, if I, if I can't find it by the end of the episode, then I'll make sure it's in the next one. So, and we can always put it in the show notes. Yes, as well. Yes. I'll definitely put it in there. Um, but she, I think one of them lives not too far from there and has like pulled the property descriptions. So as of August, 2023, um, Cody and Robin have their own LLC and they own a chunk of the property. Janelle still owns a chunk of the property. Christine doesn't anymore. Um, and Mary still owns a chunk of her pro- a chunk of the property as well. So it's down to the three. Now, as far as the like it having to be paid off in a year, so that would theoretically have been November 2022. That would have been the terms that the, that the owner seller would have set up with that loan. But since they still haven't started building my guess is the owner must have worked out some kind of additional payment plan because i would assume had it been paid off building would have started so i wouldn't make that assumption i don't think cody wants to build on that property i think Mm. he let go of the idea of ever actually paying on that property and seeing it for anything beyond like a real estate asset for them as a an entrepreneurial spirit that he likes to tell people all the time. The moment the wives were not instantaneously on board with building a one big house for everyone. 
I don't know why on earth he thought that was a good idea, but I mean, that's just a, that's a whole other rabbit hole that we don't need to go down right now. But no. yeah, it's Cody's priorities definitely. And Janelle brings this up again later. Mm-hmm. Cody's priorities with the housing is is interesting for sure. Yeah, because she talks about them buying a house for Robin and buying mm-hmm. the house for Christine and. It is very well established over the 18, like the 17 previous seasons that Janelle is very much like the finance guru of the this bre- family. She's also one of the major breadwinners in the family, if I'm not mistaken, as well. So really, like, mm-hmm. she would know better than anyone in I this trust family. her judgment in this very much. I trust her judgment way more than I do Cody and Robbins. Correct. And... So she's saying that if they had not bought those two houses, they would have been able to have already paid off Cody's Coyote Pass and started building everyone's houses, not just her own. So, yes, but I think she's also arguing the fact that. (coughs) They. They are in a position to pay off. That's her argument. The way it's presented on the TV is that they are actually in a position to pay off that loan and he just won't. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. Obviously we don't know their finances, but again, I would trust Janelle's judgment more so than Cody and Robin's. So agreed. Agreed. Uh, So yeah. Brings us to Christine. So it's mm-hmm. two, fast forward two-ish months after Christine left. Mm-hmm. Um, she's in her new house in Utah. She's Yay, happy. Christine. She is. Can you, like, just glowing. You can see the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. She has a new lease on life. It is mm-hmm. wonderful to see. But she's back in Flagstaff and she is visiting some of the family. And Cody's mad that like Christine and Janelle are still friends. And it's it boggles my mind because his biggest bitch about Christine at the end of their relationship that we saw was him saying that she was not a good sister wife to the other women. Yet here she is having a relationship with Janelle long like after she has left him and he's Mm. mad And it's like, isn't this exactly what she wanted? You wanted them to have an independent relationship from you. And you wanted her to have a good relationship with them. And here she is having a good relationship with Janelle. But Janelle isn't your chosen favorite right now. It's So you wanted her to be like this with Robin. Because he doesn't give a shit about Mary. Let's be honest. No, he absolutely doesn't give a shit about Mary. So here's the thing. I agree. Yes, he it's not it's not about Christine having a good relationship with her sister wives. It's about Christine having a good relationship with Robin, because this. This is the thing. Cody always brings up that, oh, well, Christine used to shit talk all of you and did it. Okay, and clearly Janelle and Christine got over that. They Mm -hmm. both acknowledge that they didn't particularly like each other when they first got married. So, like, it doesn't really matter because, one, that was fucking forever ago. And, two, 
like they got over it. Like they, you work, like you worked through, you work through relationships, the problems within your relationships. Mm-hmm. And clearly they took the time to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to Mary, I think that's a very different story because it has come out over the years, especially as the children like Christine and Janelle's children have gotten older. Is that Mary wasn't the nicest parent from the descriptions that they are giving. Yeah. So I, and, and they kind of Janelle and Christine kind of allude to that previously. Mm-hmm. I think that has a large part to do with why Christine didn't have a relationship with her. I'm sure she had a functioning, a one that functioned enough that she could be around Mary, but I don't think that they ever built the kind of relationship that she and Janelle did. Yeah, I think initially, and we can see this on earlier seasons of the show, mm-hmm. that Mary and Christine used to have a very good relationship. Yeah. But I think as her children got older and she learned a little bit more about some of the things that probably happened when she wasn't necessarily in the room. Mm-hmm. Say what you want, whether you think it's a good thing or not. But it's very clear to me that both Christine and Janelle choose their kids over everyone else in this family. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they would choose any of the children over any of the adults. So, like, Mm -hmm. if Robin's kids or, you know, Leon came to them and said something, there would be they would choose them Yes. Over any of the other adults. I agree. And I know this happens later in the episode, but Janelle said something I don't that really stuck with me. She said, I don't know if I can have a full relationship with someone who is estranged from my children. Or I don't know if she said choosing to be estranged from my children or something. But to me, that is exactly what Cody is doing. You are absolutely choosing to be estranged from your children right now. And maybe even it it may have been Christine in this scene. I can't quite remember when it happened, but she says something to the effect of like, it's my responsibility when I have a bad relationship with my sister wives and I have to fix it. It's my responsibility when you and I have a bad or in a bad spot in our relationship. It's my responsibility to fix it. So why isn't it your responsibility to fix your relationship with your children? And I feel like that is just, a completely valid and what's the word I'm looking for? Just yeah, it it is the correct take on this situation for yes. sure, yeah. because Cody should be taking responsibility of the fact that he is he has created scenarios in which his older children have been driven away from him and he's not willing to listen to their perspective on the situations at all. He always turns to things. He's like, Oh, well you guys are just part of the gossip mill. He just blames them and blames them and like a little bit gaslights them. Yeah. And he always accuses the wives specifically like Janelle and Christine of quote shit talking him to his children. Mm-hmm. And he, there's that scene. It wasn't 17. I think it was 16 where he's out on coyote pass cutting wood with Garrison, I believe. And he calls Janelle the Teflon queen when 
Garrison is very much just trying to have a very real conversation with his father. And to me, that is much more damning than anything that the moms have been shown to say. Now, obviously, there could be things happening that's not happening on the television show. But from what we can tell as a viewer, these women aren't doing anything like that. No. And... Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I, I just. <sighs> Cody seems to forget that he has raised adult children at this point or like pretty close to adult children and even small children have eyeballs. They are all smarter than you think that they mm-hmm. are. And they are able to perceive things that that they don't need to be told. Yeah. Like, absolutely. They can watch the interactions he's having with their mothers and read between the lines and make come up with decisions and conclusions all on their own. One hundred percent that kids in those situations will absolutely do that. And and as much as I dislike Cody. um, OK, I'm going to I'm going to take that back about Cody. I do dislike him, but I'm going to leave him out of this. As much as I dislike Robin, I don't think that she's shit talking the other wives either. I I just don't see that from those ladies. That's just not the kind of women that they are. And I, but I want, so the younger kids, I think can see it. And you see that you saw that in last season, I think Mm -hmm. it was where Ariella I think straight up asked Christine, like, why aren't you and dad together anymore? And I don't, I don't think that those are probably the words that were said to her, or it's probably something she heard from her siblings or whatever, but she knew she Mm -hmm. absolutely knew. And, and for Cody to think that the wives are shit talking him is one. It just shows that you really don't know them very well. And, and two, um, like you said, you have adult children, sir, mm-hmm. and your behavior the last three seasons on the show alone, not to mention what we don't see, has been like not a good look, sir. Like not at all. And I just kind of I don't think he realizes like how badly he's coming off. But some of the things like Gwen does a Patreon and, and sometimes we see clips on TikTok or Mrs. Kickstand will do summaries of what she's talked about because, you know, she's super good about respecting the fact that obviously she's got a Patreon. You pay for it for a reason. Um, but I think she does put stuff on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. But she's absolutely called out his behavior. Like you just straight up stopped going to your other wives' houses, man. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Mm-hmm. The fact that your son called up your wife and said, hey, can you send my dad over? Should I, I, That should hit you like a ton of bricks. I, I don't know what else to say. I honestly don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with him right now. Um I also really just dislike the way he speaks to them when he's, quote, helping them. Like when Janelle was moving things out of her trailer to get it winterized and ready to go into storage. He Mm -hmm. was just so rude. Like, I get that, like, 
I, I have moved too many times with my husband. Um, we've had to participate in kind of tense situations and he and I have never spoken to each other that way ever, even in our most frustrated moments. And he and I don't speak to each other that way. You're better than me. Cause I do get real snippy and bitchy and mean. And, but like, I, I do try to own it. Like I, like if I recognize that I'm being that way, I will absolutely go apologize. I, I'm sure my husband doesn't think I apologize enough, but, <laughs> but honestly, like I do try and you know, those are insanely stressful situations. I've moved a bazillion times as well and it's not fun and it's rough. And those are like life changing events, which add an extraordinary amount of stress on your life. So mm-hmm. trying to juggle four different families moving, that's gotta be a lot. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I just wish he was a little bit more respectful to them. Oh, and then he 100%. has, he has this line where he says he doesn't want anyone in the family to act like a victim, but he doesn't mean himself, Robin or her kids. He's yeah. constantly casting himself and Robin and her children into this victim role. And I don't blame Robin for this. I wouldn't no. say Robin is not my favorite person on this show by any means, but I really empathize with her because she is not asking him to do these things. I really don't no. think she is. I think she wishes he would do better. Mm-hmm. I think she wishes he would be more persistent and be to, to be the type of husband he would be for her, but to them, but he doesn't want to do that because he's, I think he's been done with these other relationships for a long time and he's using a little bit of COVID and, and intentionally manipulating these situations, but he wants to come out looking like the better person, but he's not a very good manipulator. So he's not. I think he never thought that they would leave. I think he definitely, you and I had this conversation. So part of their belief system is that being married, having this spiritual bond between them is sort of this golden ticket into heaven. And having at least three wives is part of that. So having four puts them on in, into the, into the fast track with their golden ticket into heaven. And I think he really thought that it would keep all of these women in his orbit, no matter how he treated them. The problem is that only continues to work as long as they continue to believe in this religion I Christine clearly does not believe in this faith anymore. I don't know how invested Janelle is and I don't know how invested Mary is. They used to talk about the religious aspect a lot more in the beginning of the show. Yeah. And I'm not sure exactly what happened. They've never really addressed it. They've kind of like talked about how they don't really go to the church anymore, which was something they really couldn't do in the first place because they're, you can't, they're fun. They, I mean, so they're part of I, a I, sect I, of Mormonism, fundamental Mormonism called the AUB. Thank the you, AUB has gotten into some hot shit. 
Yeah. And, and I, I think, think that they distance I think that's themselves. why they yeah. distance themselves. Yeah. yeah. It's because the AUB is considered sort of cultish, which mm-hmm. I know this is a hot take and I'm sorry to all of the people out there, but most religions are a little bit cultish. Yeah. What's, I'm the, just re- gonna what's keep... the difference between a religion and a cult? I don't know. Tell me. There isn't one. Exactly. Typically, a religion you can leave without any negative repercussions, but there's definitely negative repercussions in a lot of these religions, especially these really fundamentalist ones. Oh, yeah. I hesitate to call them fundamentalist because they don't they're not they're not in the extreme camp, but they're the fact that they're polygamist technically throws them into the fundamentalist version of it, but they aren't. Fundamentalists. They're, not, they're like the no, they're not the Warren Jeffs of this no, sect. God, no. it, you know, everything's on the spectrum. They are they are closer to the to center than they are to the extreme in yeah. the fundamentalist. And like, here's the thing: if everybody's a consenting adult here, and no one's being harmed, frankly, I don't really care what you do behind closed doors. I'm the same way. Mark and I were talking about this when I had the the episode on. I was like, I don't, I don't care. Uh, they, as as dysfunctional as this family is, they very clearly care about their children. They put lots of effort into them. They are a, they are good people. Mm-hmm. Like, do they make mistakes? Absolutely. Everybody does. They're not perfect by any means, but I would, I would argue that their children are still probably some of the more normal ones to come out of reality television. Yeah. And even, even with that, I think some of them, I I have a big, like I have conflictions about children in these families being used essentially as props for outside entertainment and their ability to consent in these situations. But I will say that this family has had multiple members, like multiple of the children come out as queer or gay. And we, you know, have Leon as trans and the family has been very accepting in a way. Yeah. For the most part, they have been very accepting in a way that you would not traditionally think a family of this structure would be. I I agree. Uh, honestly, I agree. And I'm I, I am curious to see how they're going to handle Leon. Mm-hmm. And because I will say this, they have really not mentioned her. Excuse me, him. I apologize. Um, they really have not mentioned him for a couple of seasons now. I don't think he's wanted to be on the show. The same thing That's with fair. Yeah. Um, Janelle's oldest. He went to college mm. and he turned 18 and he is not a rent. Like he's very rarely on camera, very yeah. rarely involved in anything to do with the show. And I think Leon is kind of in the same boat. Yes, I agree. But the difference is, is they don't seem to avoid talking about the other children that aren't involved in the show. They I think mention their names and, yeah. I, and it's very clearly an intentional, uh, at least on Cody's part, I think the wives will talk ab- about them, but I don't think Cody has spoken their name. 
since they came out originally. Which is sad, but I'm not saying now that, okay, clearly I am not in that relationship. We don't know. Maybe they have since made up there. Clearly, I have no idea. Maybe they asked him not to say anything. Who knows? That is pure speculation on my part. If I'm wrong, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Irregardless, it is a complicated, complicated situation. So let's talk about people we really love. So Janelle is trying to settle into her apartment. She's rented this apartment in town to uh, live in for the winter. And Christine is coming over to help her build a bookshelf, (laughs) which I think is so funny. I thought that was adorable (laughs) that Janelle was like, come help me build a a shelf. I wonder if it was just like one of those excuses that they use for them to like, for her to be there, which is silly to me because I would just say like, hey, I'm just coming to visit Janelle. But I think it was like a cute way to like introduce the new apartment. Yeah, I, I thought it was cute. And I I think it's fun that they still call each other sister wife, I even though they're that. not like really technically according to the traditional definition. But and I just have to say that, like, I really enjoy their friendship and how Me genuine too. it is um, and how excited Christine was when Janelle like, showed her her plans for her little casita. And yes. Even though Christine doesn't want to live on the property, even though Christine doesn't want to be with Cody, even though Christine probably deep down would love to be able to step back from the show, from all of this, she still shows up and is happy for Janelle. Yes. Oh, my God. She's just a ray of fucking sunshine, honestly. Yeah. Like, and... And I feel like Janelle, I, I never particularly liked her all that much over the seasons. Like, I didn't dislike her. I just, she was just there. Yeah, like, I feel like she was just off doing her job or getting her real estate license or, like, doing these things and wasn't really ever a major plot point or storyline yeah. in any of the episodes. She but seemed, I feel like she's getting more of it now. Yes, she seemed always, like, an uninterested to me like mm-hmm. she was like obviously there because she needed to be but like just kind of like half engaged yeah but I think we, she is also to me kind of doing a glow up just like Christine did where she's found her foot she's found her voice and she's like you know what I am not putting up with this bullshit anymore and I don't blame her I, I really don't like I said what, what she said about like being not being able to be in a relationship with someone who was estranged from his kids. And that was a big part of their relationship was him being a good father. So, yeah. And I, I, I liked the part of the conversation when they were talking about the reason why Chris or the reason why Janelle wasn't going to go over to Robbins is because Cody wanted to have this like confrontation with Garrison and Gabe and not so much like, he was no longer seeking an apology, but he wanted to have this conversation. And Christine is like, well, do they like, is an apology in order? Like, do they need to apologize? And Janelle was just like, I feel like it's just a conflict. Like they just need to talk through it. And Cody's Mm -hmm. like, well, it's going to get political and they're just going to do at the holidays. And I don't want to deal with that. And it's like, so you, you're just going to not spend time with your children 
over the holidays because you're not seeing eye to eye on some of the aspects of life right now? I, I will say this. It's kind of a hard time in the world, in the United States right now, because it is so divisive. It's not like you see this a lot. Like there are a lot of kids and parents who are like, their relationships are crumbling because they just can't set things aside. Um, Lord knows my dad and I do not agree on much politically, but for the most part, I keep my mouth shut about it. I know we don't agree and I don't see the point in picking a fight with him because I'm not going to change his mind. It doesn't matter what I say. I'm not going to change his mind and that's fine. Um, I don't love everything that he thinks and believes, but I'm, I'm not going to erode the relationship just to be right or to prove a point. And I feel like Cody's not doing that. If you don't want to talk about that shit over Christmas and Thanksgiving, don't just say this, these topics and or discussions that need to be had, but don't have to happen right now. They're off limits in holidays. Like we're going to come together as a family and we're going to spend time together, but we're not going to touch these subjects. That's all you had to do, man. That's Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. I think it's very normal for families to set like out of bounds conversations ahead of a holiday season when you're all getting together. I know my family does that a little bit because we're not a huge family. There's only five of us with my parents and my two older siblings, but we don't all agree on every aspect of life. So it is just easier to just not bring that stuff up when you're trying to get together as a family versus just not seeing each other, in my opinion. And I don't understand why that wasn't an option for Cody, especially because Gabe and Garrison are close. They live in Arizona. So like Mm -hmm. you should be able to spend time with them. But ultimately it leads to Janelle and the kids getting an Airbnb and then Christine ultimately staying with them because Christine doesn't want to go to Robin's house either. I don't necessarily know. I I wouldn't want to go either, like to be fair, but like, you know, the way he's handled, he's being so my big problem is I feel like Cody is being really, really immature about yeah. how he's handling these relationships, especially with his own children. As the parent, I feel like I'm not a parent, so this is just me shooting into the wind. Uh, it is your responsibility to fall on the sword and to just sometimes lose the battle in order to win the ultimate war, which is having a relationship with your child. I I don't understand how anyone thinks that it is the child's responsibility to reach out. Mm -hmm. Now, if your child is saying, don't contact me, that's I'm not talking to you. (laughs) I am. I am talking about like Gabe and Garrison have expressed a few times that they would like to discuss these things or they have tried to discuss these things with Cody and Cody doesn't want to hear it. Cody wants them to do exactly what he says 
without question. And Cody forgets that they're adults. Like you don't, it, one, I have a problem with that type of parenting in the first place. Like authoritative parenting to me doesn't, it's not, it's not the best way to do it in my opinion. I don't think it produces good results and I don't think you'll have a very good relationship with your kid as they get older. Um, and I see a lot of, for lack of a better description, boomer parents. And I don't know if Cody falls into that or not, but like they think they forget that they're adults. Like you, you don't get to tell them what to do anymore. You don't get to tell them how to think anymore. Like you have kissed them on the forehead and released them into the world as adults. And you just get to watch now. Yeah, I don't love this aspect of this conversation. So I also so I kind of implied this. I don't know if it was like actually said, but it seems to me like Cody has told Christine that it's all her fault that the family is breaking up. And she asks, not in a very super direct way, but she asks Janelle, like, is my leaving affecting the like, is that part of why you're having conflict with Cody? Is this is is this part of the reason why this is all happening? And Janelle's like, no, this has nothing to do with you. And I uh, I don't know why he would say that. Can I, I like, OK, so this is going to be a hot take. The answer is yes. Like, and I don't, and not in a direct way. Cody's angry. Mm-hmm. Cody is so angry that Christine left. He is shocked. And I think a lot of men whose wives leave them after a very long marriage, I think are surprised sometimes. They think that they'll just never leave. And so I think he's angry she left. He's surprised she left. And he's panicking because he knows things aren't good with Janelle. Like they're, they're in a rocky place. He has pushed Mary away and has said repeatedly, I don't want you. I don't want you in my life. I don't consider us married. We're not in a relationship. So it's just Robin and Janelle at this point. So the indirect answer is yes. Christine upset him to the point where now he can't control his emotions and it is seeped into every pore of his being. And I, it's sad to say that, but this is Cody's way of control. It it really is. And, and he's trying desperately to prevent Janelle from doing the exact same thing. And he's just pushing her to it. Yeah, I I would say that Christine is not the reason why she's not responsible for his reaction. Oh, I'm not. Oh, no, no, no. I was not implying that she is responsible at all. I am just that was an explanation of Cody's behavior and his uh, reaction, which to to me is why he would say that to Christine, because to him it is it is her fault. Yeah. So then we get like two seconds of Mary showing up at Robin's house. And of course, because it's COVID, they have to have this conversation outside in the fucking cold. I am so dumb. I just I don't get that. I really don't. Yeah. So she 
they go and they sit on this wall on like outside of Robin's house. And Robin is really focused on what her own vision of the family was, both when she entered into the relationship and what she was hoping to really get out of it. She keeps bringing up this vision of sitting on the porch with her sister wives and watching her children and her grandchildren. And it's very idealistic. It's not rooted in any amount of reality. No. And it's never been rooted in reality. Mm -mm. I mean, I don't know how you would expect to have like best friend relationships with all your sister wives. I don't think that that's realistic at all because let's, let's be honest. Like, you didn't really get to choose this wife. So you're kind of just stuck with whatever your husband picked. Now, maybe it doesn't work that way, but that would be my assumption. But do you, do you, did you like everybody you went to high school with? No. Did you like everyone in your friend circle? I mean, if they were in my friend circle, yes. But okay. Well, There were some like large friend circle groups that I was a part of and I was closer with some people than others. And then there were some people I just like secretly did not like. But I mean, that's fair. It's it's everyone's prerogative. So I don't think that Robin or Cody's expectation that everyone be best friends with everybody is realistic at all. Yeah, I want to qualify that my understanding of how their particular family works, and I don't know if this is all polygamous families or what, but it sounded like Mary as the first wife did participate in the quote selection of the other wives. Like Robin was partially brought into the family because Mary was okay with it. Mary liked her and she's like, well, what about her for a wife? And same thing from my understanding with Janelle and with Christine. So when they talk about. So when they talk about like designing this family and building this family. Mary very much feels that as a as a participant in that conversation and in that process as much as Cody did. I know that their decision, like, I remember them talking about the decision to do it and that she was very much part of it. But, like, I still kind of, I I always got that Mary and Robin thing was more of like a, hey, like, I like this girl. She's cool. What do you think about her? Just kind of more like a suggestion, not necessarily like, okay, this is who I want, like, I don't know. Maybe maybe there's no difference. I I think it was like, I'm suggesting this girl to him. Gotcha. And then if it works, like, obviously she can't manufacture emotion between him and her. Uh, Right. But I think Mary very much participated in the presentation of women in front of Cody as Mm. an opportunity for becoming a wife. And I think that's very much part of that culture is Mm -hmm. that one of the wives does play that role a little bit, whether it's the first wife or a different wife. I think it probably depends on the family, but that was my understanding is that 
the women are the ones who who bring about the connections and introduce men to people for the opportunity of courting to then become engaged in a wife. Gotcha. Okay. That was just my interpretation. I could be entirely wrong. So, meh. Um, so after Mary, like Mary says she is going to be around for the, for the holidays, because unless she's going to go see Leon, where the fuck else is she going to go? And it's very clear that Mary and Cody don't have any kind of relationship. She's like, the only time I see him is when I come over to Robin's house. I have something to say about that. And I'm sorry if I'm being super long winded on this episode. We really thought this was going to be a short one. And maybe it's just because it's the first episode. We have to get all these opinions out. But I I, I love that. I could talk about this show forever. Um, I felt so bad for Mary. Like, I, I have felt bad for her for the last couple of years. Watching clips of the show. The things that Cody says about her. If somebody said that to me, uh, uh, excuse me, not to me, about me on national television, I'd be crushed. Like props to Mary for being strong enough to have a husband that you openly express that you want to get back together with, that you love, just absolutely trashing you on national television. I, I, the strength in that woman, holy shit, Mm because I wouldn't be able to handle that. And she said a couple of things that broke my heart. She, the jacket thing. And she like, at the end of the conversation, she hands the jacket back to Robin and was like, Oh, here's Cody's hug back. And, um, she said when, like she initially gave, got the jacket. What did she say? She's like, Oh, it's like getting wrapped up in a hug with, by Cody. Yes. Yes. Oh, and that's what it was. He said, she said that Robin is now chivalrous on behalf of Cody. Like she does it instead. And that made me sad. And then she said, where was it? They were talking about the turkeys. And she said, Cody used to really like my turkey. And then he tasted Robin's. And then she stopped herself and she made a joke about it. And she laughed and To be fair, she looked like she was actually laughing and actually found it funny. I found that heartbreaking. Again, it it just shows who Cody's favorite is. Yeah, and I think he's been manipulating a lot of the situation from a long time. From the point of having Mary and him legally divorced so he could legally marry Robin in order to quote adopt her children. You didn't you don't have to do that. No, A, you don't have to do that. B, the only reason they did that is because of religious reasons. And the AUB is very complicated. Mormonism is very complicated. I do not pretend to be a scholar. I have never practiced any of these religions. So like take what I'm about to say with a giant grain of salt that I could get some of the fucking details wrong. But the way that their religion works is that if you are to marry somebody who has children from a previous relationship, whether the person, the, the father of those children died or was she divorced him, left him. Mm. 
in order for them to be sealed to you and to join you instead of him in eternity, you have to legally adopt them. Okay. Which leads me to a question. then. Hmm. So I think it was last season, her kids went to visit their biological father. Yeah. Cause they still know him. Like he's still their biological father. Okay. So did he lose parental rights? Did he, he gave, give them up? He gave them up. Okay. So why would he give them up? Because they're, in the same religion. And so why, why would you theoretically agree to let your children be sealed to another man for eternity? I don't know. I don't get that. Okay, whatever. I mean, moving on. (laughs) I legitimately don't know. We don't, we only really know what Robin has said about her first marriage. And it sounds like it wasn't great. True. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I'm, I don't know. And I mm-hmm. it, and I'm OK with him not being comfortable displaying all of his personal life oh, shit fair. on national in front of God and everybody. So absolutely. He who knows why he made the choice to allow Cody to adopt those children. I, I think Cody has been a good father. I think he's struggling really hard right now to be a good father to to any of the children because of the mental state that he is in. But if you look back into previous seasons, he really was trying to be a good father. I agree up to a point. Up to a point, yes. I think in Vegas is when it changed. Mm-hmm. And I can't necessarily pinpoint when in Vegas it changed because I, I wasn't watching religiously enough to really be able to tell you that. But I would say in Vegas would be my opinion. Yeah, but. it started to sh- I think as the majority of the kids got older and they needed him less and the, they needed those relationships with him to evolve. And he was no longer like this doting father who also was mm-hmm. a little bit controlling. He had a really uncomfortable time with those relationships and he wasn't really interested in having them evolve into yeah. being I think how you have a relationship with your adult child is very different than how you have a relationship with your child child. Yeah, no, I agree. So then we jump back. Oh, real quick. Yes. Before we move on, because there was something else that Robin said that I did want to talk about. Mm -hmm. She said that she was like wondering if the family was as real as she thought it was in the beginning and that COVID was making her question everything. She feels like a failure. And like, she was like, did I, she kept asking, was, was it there? Did I miss it in the beginning? She was like completely floored by Cody and Christine's split just like shocked and it's even said she was struggling with depression over it all but to me i'm like you're you're like lady look in the mirror and like christine said it's not robin's fault like you said it's not robin doing these things but robin joining the family caused a shift that never went back just like janelle said and i don't think robin understands that or is willing to see it 
Yeah. And I, I'm going to say this in not a, necessarily a negative sense. Of course, Robin entering the family created change right. that you could never come back from because that was inevitable. You're adding a new layer, a new adult, new children into mm-hmm. the mix. So, of course, things are going to change and never be the same. That is not necessarily a negative thing. However, I think Robin was so focused on her vision and her dream of what she wanted her reality for herself and for her children to be that she intentionally or in like unintentionally or intentionally willfully ignored red flags in the family. Absolutely. Now, I don't agree with Cody's assessment that he says later on that they were super dysfunctional and they only thought they were functional because they tried so hard. I would argue that the fact that they were trying so hard is exactly what made them functional because that's what families do. But I, I think at some point they did stop trying. They did become dysfunctional. But I think that had a lot to do with Cody Cody, like not when Robin initially joined the family, there were signs and red flags because he was doing things with her that one, he shouldn't have been doing and two, lied about them because he knew that he would, it would upset the other wives and he still did it and he kept doing it. And so calling himself out for it. Yeah. And and, And Christine, the fact that Mary said it. She had blinders on. And I like as far as Christine and Cody's relationship, I'm sorry, I saw that coming years ago. Yeah. She's been saying from the beginning, she has been Christine has been an advocate from for herself from the beginning. Mm hmm. She has always said she told me, uh, Robin, like, I don't understand why you hired a nanny. I, that's yeah. something that I would do. That was my job in the family. Mm-hmm. Like. If you want that sister-wife relationship where you're sitting on the front porch watching your grandchildren together, why wouldn't you want her to watch your children? Precisely. And even going back to like literally episode like one and two, mm-hmm. where A, Cody confesses that he sealed the engagement to Robin with a kiss, which is a big, big no-no in their religion because you're not supposed to be physical with a married man. Even Christine mm-hmm. was like, I would not touch him until we were over the altar because I did not feel comfortable doing that with a married man and her being really upset when she learned this information to even how he was like so excited about getting to pick out Robin's wedding dress with her. Yeah. And and Christine being upset about that being like, you didn't care what any of us wore on our wedding day. But Mm -hmm. you're so and he's like, I don't understand why I can't be a part of it. It's important. It's like, when is the groom ever involved? This is not common. Some grooms are absolutely. But Mm -hmm. like, especially in a more conservative religion and in a more conservative family and marriage, it's very uncommon for the man to be involved in those kinds of things. And I felt kind of bad for Robin because I don't think Robin was trying to hide information, but she knew it was going to be upsetting to the other wives. So she very intentionally wanted him to not say anything. Mm -hmm. And I just, 
It, it really, you can see it all the way back to like literally day one of the show. Yeah. Of how he, and even like them going on like this really long honeymoon and things yep. like that. And it's like, you know, and when Christine's like, well, I wish I could go on a long vacation. He's like, well, you got to save your grocery money. And I'm like, she's literally trying to feed all. <sighs> 18 freaking children she just birthed a child Mm -hmm. for you like what the fuck are you talking about yeah she christine cut the short end of the stick a lot Mm -hmm. a lot especially when it came to robin Mm -hmm. and and like you said i don't think it was robin but the problem is is that robin I, i think robin saw some of that and recognized that it would hurt Christine. And she either didn't care or couldn't stand up to Cody enough to the point where it would stop him, stop that behavior. She just lets him do what he wants. And that's why Cody, that's why she's Cody's favorite. Yeah. She is complicit from inaction. Yeah. Cody is, in her mind, the absolute authority in that family. Mm-hmm. What he says goes whether or not she likes it. She will try to change his mind if she doesn't like it. But ultimately, what he says goes. She's pretty unsuccessful in any time she has ever attempted to change his mind about something. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's move on. You're you're totally good. So we do get like a brief little conversation with Christine and Cody. They meet up for lunch and talk about truly coming for the holidays. Was that not the most awkward scene? Like, like, I, hello. I really disliked how Cody is saying that he wants to have time to hate Christine because mm-hmm. you were like, regardless of how you feel about this divorce and how it has all played out, she's still the mother of six of your children. If you were ever going to successfully co-parent with her, it is going to be exponentially more challenging if you hate her. That is true. 100% true. And he doesn't have enough of a reason, in my opinion, to justify hating her. It's not like she cheated on him or truly betrayed him in any any kind of significant way. Mm -hmm. She just got Sick of his shit and decided she was done. Yes. Um, I think that's that's the issue, though. He's embarrassed that she left. And he's in his brain like he is justifying it. But. Having been through divorce, I understand what he's saying. Like you, sometimes you need to like feel your feelings and be angry. And you do hate them sometimes. And you're right. It does make it a thousand times more difficult to co-parent. Now, some people get stuck there and they never get out of it. And I think that that's where Cody's at right now. Some people feel it and they get past it and then you can move on. But I don't think Cody's there yet. Christine ended that marriage and moved on and resolved a long time ago. I think she... Well, before before she she even left. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before she left. So she's fine. That's why she's happy. That's why she's fine. Um, I'm sure it's still weird. But like I said, Cody is 
stuck. And, mm-hmm. and, and I suspect he'll eventually get over it and stop hating her. I don't think he should have admitted that on national television, but I understand what he's saying there. I do get it. Yeah. So then we bounce back to Robin and Mary's conversation. And Robin talks about how Cody has given up on the family and that she and Janelle and Mary should pick up this torch because he's just so tired. And I'm like, no, it's, it should have never been him carrying the torch entirely by himself in the first place, because Mm -hmm. that's not how a like what marriage is a hundred percent, one person and zero percent another. Never. It sometimes it's not truly 50-50. Sometimes one person's 70% and the other person's 30. Mm-hmm. But why is he the only one carrying the torch of the family? Why has he burdened himself with this responsibility of having to make every single decision about this family? I think that goes back to the religion thing that per- you were saying. I, Probably. I, yeah, I, I think that that's just, that's the culture of their the way they grew up i think that's the culture of their religion it's just that's just the way it's set up he does he makes all the decisions or the final decisions i guess like look what that does to him Mm -hmm. like if you really want to take a moment and pause and say this is what existing in a patriarchal structure can do to someone look at how unhappy literally everyone is Mm -hmm. He's you know, he's burdened with making all of these responsibility, like taking on all of this responsibility and making all of these decisions and being, quote, the head of his family and leading them and all of this, all of these things, even though he has, you know, at one point four now in the current moment, three very intelligent women who are very capable of supporting him and participating in the leadership of this family. He chooses very intentionally through his own personal beliefs, whether that's religion or otherwise, to not allow them to shoulder any of that burden. And it is just a prime example of why this does not work. I think if you go about it that way, it you're right. It won't. Um, I, I feel like in the early seasons, they were much more collaborative. Everyone, it was much more diplomatic and democratic yes, earlier on. They and that's worked, when it worked better. Yes, they worked together. And then somehow... It morphed into Cody and Robin against everybody else. And then it morphed even further into Cody decides everything. Cody's in charge of everything. And the collaboration stopped. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what to me, that's the biggest sign of the downfall of this relation of these relationships of oh, this yeah. of this family structure is when he's decided he had to have everyone submit to him. Like he maybe read that verse in the Bible a little bit too much. Religion is a complicated situation, but I will say the portion of the Bible that talks about how the wife should submit to the husband, the piece that people forget to to read or to remember or to engage with is that the husband needs to be worthy of being submitted to. He has to hear what his wife has to say in these moments. 
because she brings valid information to the table. Mm-hmm. And her submitting to him is that sometimes you have to make a call and sometimes it's him. He takes on that burden of making that difficult decision sometimes. And that to me is it's very, very frustrating for me as a very logical, very literal, very rational person to see a piece of doctrine taken that far out of context and used so maliciously. Oh, that's a whole podcast (laughs) series in itself. Like, I, yeah, I agree with absolutely everything that you just said. Uh, Things being taken out of context uh, from the Bible and being used maliciously happens so often. And this is a prime example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And like a part of me, I'm going to say, feels really bad for Robin right now because she has to deal with Cody in this hyper angry state. He's sleeping in her bed every night. He's in her home every day. This is not at all what she signed up for. She signed up to see him every three days. And now he's there every single day. And he's an angry monster version of himself. Mm -hmm. That must be so difficult. And she's trying to be like the sweet, kind wife and be empathetic and understanding to him through all of this, because that is his expectation of her. That she Mm. just accepts and shoulders this bullshit from him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I feel kind of bad for her. I, okay. I feel bad in the sense that she has to put up with somebody who is behaving that way. Yes. I feel bad in that sense. The rest of it, I don't. You have facilitated this bed. You didn't make it, but you helped. And... Mm -hmm. I feel like you should have called him out and you should have told him, like, no, I'm sorry, you're wrong. And maybe if all four of his wives are like, you're out of fucking control and you need to rein it in, I don't know if we would be in this situation. Maybe he would be saying, like, okay, I really need to to take a step back. If all four of my wives are telling me that I'm out of control and that I need to change my behavior... Maybe I should take a look. But the fact that Robin is just sticking by him and I I don't know what their private conversations are, but I I don't know. I I just don't I don't feel bad for her in that sense. It's like you are participating in this. You are part of the problem. And if you want that future that you cry about all the fucking time, because I'm going to borrow Mrs. Kickstand's thing here, fucking sobbing Robin, man. And that girl never has any tears come out of her eyes. I have a little sympathy. A little. I I absolutely hear you on that. I also just want to say with like her whole statement that like she and Mary and Janelle should help pick up the torch of the family for Cody. I don't think she realizes is that if they tried to legitimately do that to pick up this metaphorical torch that he's just going to turn his anger and his resentment towards her. He's not going to see this as this empathetic, 
caring gesture that she means it as. He's going to just see it as her trying to take control of the family away from him. And he's just going to turn all of that venom on her. You think so? Absolutely. I would have thought he would have just, I, I, I was kind of in Mary's stream of thought that he, like that he's going to be, I don't want your support. I don't want you to carry the torch for me, Mary. Fuck off. I, I mean, that's basically what he said to her. But I mean, if Robin were to do it, I think if Robin were to do this, pick up the torch metaphor, mm-hmm. he would see it as her intentionally subverting him. And he would get he would just spew all of his anger at her instead. He would turn it on her. Maybe. I think if she was able to corral the three of them, which is never going to fucking happen because they're Janelle and Mary have absolutely no reason to rally around Cody right now. None at all. No, but like, let's say, let's say in some hypothetical world, she did. She got Mary minimum Mary, maybe Janelle (laughs) to jump on board and carry this torch and support Cody. Um, I, I think Cody, it's very possible he would do exactly what you said. I think another possibility is that he would turn that anger on Mary and Janelle and ramp it up even more and just be mm-hmm. like, fuck you guys, like too little, too late. So, yeah, I, I think they're between a rock and a hard place. I don't think oh, any yeah. of them are capable of helping Cody in this moment. Cody needs therapy. Like he needs intensive talk therapy. Oh, definitely. And some uh, antidepressants or SSRIs. uh, Something to help with the rage. I mean, I just, yeah. And I I hope Robin's seeing somebody because I do feel bad. I've I've dealt with depression. That sucks. It's got to be a rough situation for her. I get I I do feel for her in that sense. So, Uh, yeah. And yeah, Mary, during this whole torch conversation, Mary brings up that Cody would then expect them to be 100% perfect, mm-hmm. which is just unachievable. No one is no one is perfect. And so she's she kind of agrees with you and you said you you agreed with her that he would just be more resentful. And it's mm-hmm. just ugh, it's so gross. Then we bounce back over to Cody and Christine's conversation. And he is still on this damn train that Christine is talking about him in a negative light to her children. Mm -hmm. And I still am very much on the camp of her kids have eyeballs. Yeah. They can see it for themselves. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. He's just, he's, he brings up, so Christine's trying to make really legitimate plans for the holidays. And he's like, oh, you have to uh, you have to test before you come over. Yeah. And she's like, God, I haven't had these conversations in like a hot minute. I forgot how freaked out it is. And don't get me wrong. COVID is definitely something that needs to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Is he going overboard? In my opinion, Absolutely. I have had COVID. I COVID has been around for three years. I have not gotten COVID one time. I followed the CDC guidelines. I washed my hands. I used hand sanitizer. 
I have not gotten it. I haven't gotten it. I have followed all the guidelines. I have kids, so it's a little bit harder. The girls both got it at one point. Um, I don't think Mark and I got it. It's possible and we didn't know. I told you this earlier when we were kind of touching on this uh, this morning when we originally watched the episode last night. Um, I, I didn't have COVID. My booster shot. If I felt like that for 10 days, I'd probably be as dramatic as Cody is right now. Because <laughs> I'll be very honest, my husband came home from work and found me on the couch, bundled up, shivering, and crying because my body hurt so bad. So COVID's no joke. Robin was in the hospital, though. So mm-hmm. I again, I agree. Like, he is overblowing it. I'm sure he felt like shit. I'm not disputing that at all. But I also think Christine was trying to make, keep the situation light. And Cody cut her off before she could even say, like, Gwendolyn was talking about his face or something. It was like. It was, she was laughing at Gwen's reaction to their conversation. She wasn't laughing at him. She wasn't laughing at about. COVID, she was laughing at Gwen's reaction to something. Exactly. Which and he didn't he didn't give her the chance to even say or explain. No, he just says she's being mean. And it's like, oh, dude. Oh, I, I wrote that down. You're mean that way. It's okay. Are you passive kidding aggressive me? much? Uh, not only passive aggressive, but Jesus Christ, Christine is so nice. So nice. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, I just... This whole COVID thing with him is just so... It's like the overplayed tune of the century. It's like you got COVID from your nanny. Yeah. What does the nanny do? (laughs) Frankly, I don't know. Because, like... Cody has a job. He doesn't talk about it on the show, but he's a gun salesman. So he travels Mm. around to like gun shows and sells guns. Legitimate job. Robin doesn't have a job. Nope. Not that we're aware of. So is there a reason why she during during the lockdown, during during quarantining, during all the things of COVID, she couldn't have done what every other, like so many other Americans did and help her children do online school. Uh, you Considering so. he was also in her house, they had two grown adults as well as multiple grown adult children who potentially o- could also have yeah, yeah, yeah. significantly older adult children who could potentially have also participated in the the education and care of those two children. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, can there you watch m- your sibling for an hour while I take a shower? Yeah, I, I don't get it either. I really don't. It didn't make sense to me then. It didn't make sense to me why she needed one originally, like forever ago. I, I, I don't. I'm sorry. Like, I, I can understand people with younger children needing a nanny I can understand needing after school care for people who have parents who are both who jobs. jobs. Mm-hmm. Like I, I totally get all of that. 
But when you have a stay-at-home parent, unless you're like independently wealthy and like, why do you need a nanny? But even then, like if you're independently wealthy, like theoretically you don't need a nanny. You could choose to have one, but like you don't need one. Yeah, that will never make sense to me. And that was kind of the end of that episode. We kind of just ended on that conversation about COVID. Christine had a line at the end that I loved. And I want to end the like I want to end the episode on that note. Is Christine laughed because she she was like, I'm not married in <laughs> I'm not married to him anymore. And it's so freaking awesome. I thought that was hysterical. I just I would also yeah. be excited to not be married to a man like him anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Who has I, said and done so many mean things to her. Mm-hmm. To but not also, be married to him anymore would be delightful. Yes. And you you also get this. I, I've been divorced before. My my ex-husband and I have a pretty decent relationship. So I, I don't, I'm not meaning this in a derogatory way. But there, I'm sure, and I'm sure he had these thoughts as well. There are sure times where he'll say something or do something. And I'm like, I'm glad I don't have to deal with that anymore. And it, it, it's just... It, it comes with that. So I get where she's coming from. I, I really mm-hmm. do. And I, but I thought it was funny because she was laughing. <laughs> yeah. She's like, that is no longer a me problem. Yeah. That is a somebody else problem. She was happy. And that's what like the smile on her face is what makes me happy for her. I'm so happy that she is happy. She deserves yeah. it. All of them deserve to be happy, even Cody, no matter how much I dislike his narcissistic little ass. Agreed. Like. Like echo every bit of that sentiment. Yeah. I don't like him either. I don't I don't particularly care for him. I think he's really gotten verbally abusive at this point. Mm-hmm. And no one deserves that. No, no, definitely not. No, definitely not. But yes, what an exciting kickstart to season 18. I'm curious to how deep into post Christine life we get to get to. Oh, I bet you they do that after like a mid season break or something. They probably mm-hmm. like fast forward in time a bit. That would be my guess because this. They had to have this, like this film banged for a little while, don't you think? Because mm-hmm. it's oh, yeah, I, yeah. They've had this in the in their back pockets for a hot minute. They should have just put it on the end of last season. I don't know why they didn't. That was dumb. I don't know. I don't profess to understand why TLC does literally anything that they do. Yeah. This is true. But thank you everyone for geeking out with us on this. Again, I'm Mel. I'm Jill. And we will talk to you next time. Bye guys. See you next week.